Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi, folks. Welcome to another installment of the Pigskin Past. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski. And today uh, we're going to be talking, the topic is remembering the unheralded games, part one. Now, for every great and historic game in NFL history, there are undoubtedly hundreds of other games which were probably just as exciting, but they just didn't possess the ramifications that many of those historic games did. For example, the Ice Bowl was played in the playoffs in the NFL Championship game. And of course, you know, that added to the drama. But for the next several Pigskin Pass programs, I'll try to talk about and re-explore some of those thrilling games that are not really well remembered. Uh, The first of these unique games occurred way back in 1972 at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Now in 1972, pro football was still primarily a running game, and the rules dictated that to be so. Heck, even the playing fields lent themselves to run the ball first, throw the ball second. That was because the hash marks were changed in 72 to be placed closer to each other, thus closer to the middle of the field. This in turn allowed more room along the sides of the field for running backs to run sweeps. Now, there were more running backs in 1972 who gained at least 1,000 yards rushing in one year than in any other year before, all of which which makes uh, the game on November 19, 1972 between the Minnesota Vikings and the Los Angeles Rams so unique. It would be the highest scoring game of the year for both of those teams, as Fran Tarkenton of the Vikings threw for 319 yards and four touchdowns. For his part, Quarterback Roman Gabriel of the Rams would complete 25 passes in that game, which at that time was his second highest career total ever in that category. Now the productivity was spread all around, it's important to know. Minnesota fullback Bill Brown caught five passes worth a career best 116 yards. Brown scored three touchdowns in the game including a spectacular 76-yard catch and carry from Tarkenton. On that specific play in the third quarter, Brown ran down to the middle of the field, caught the ball at the Vikings' 45-yard line, then bounced off of Rams linebackers Jim Purnell and Ram defensive back Jim Nettles, and then just sprinted untouched the rest of the way to stride into the Los Angeles end zone. Now, Minnesota wide receiver John Gilliam was similar to Tarkenton in that both men were new to the Vikings. Well, sort of. Gilliam had just been traded from St. Louis to Minnesota, while Tarkenton actually began his career in Minnesota way back in 1961 in the inaugural year of the Vikings. 
But Torkington was traded to the New York Giants, and he spent five years there from 1967 to 1971. In 1972, however, he was akin to a prodigal son, and he was back in Minnesota. Well, John Gillians caught four passes in that game at Los Angeles worth 105 yards, and one of his receptions was a 66-yard bomb from Tarkenton for a touchdown. Now, not to be outdone, Rams wide receiver Jack Snow snared eight of Roman Gabriel's passes worth 112 yards. Los Angeles actually outdid Minnesota in the categories of first downs. They had 25 to Minnesota's 14, and total yards. They had 426 to Minnesota's 375, and the Rams even held a 20-10 lead at halftime. Both offenses ignited in the second half, however. The Vikings managed to outlast Los Angeles by the sounding of the final gun with a final score of 45-41. It was a scoring fest that was several decades before its time. Today, we barely take a second look at box scores with that amount of points. But in 1972, such a large amount of scoring was unheard of. The Vikings-Ram game was a game where the defenses, both of which were very good during that era, failed to keep pace with what the opposing offenses were doing, namely throwing the ball. You have to realize that both the Vikings and the Rams defenses knew how to fill gaps along the line of scrimmage and stop running plays, and most of their defensive linemen were fairly adept at employing a solid pass rush. But when it came to covering wide receivers and setbacks coming out of the backfield, well, that's where a debate can be made and asserted. What was unusual was the fact that the Vikings' effort to stop the Los Angeles running attack in this game was poor. Practically nobody expected that to occur. Uh, Minnesota permitted 191 rushing yards to the Rams, which included 104 from Willie Ellison. A combined incredible 11 touchdowns were scored in this game. Now it's important to note that both the Rams and the Vikings were each experiencing subpar seasons in 1972. Los Angeles' record following this loss to Minnesota was 5-4-1, and, and the Vikings owned a 6-4 and four mark after they edged the Rams. It's also important to note that neither team would win their division or make the playoffs in 1972. Nevertheless, their respective rampant passing efforts made this game one of the most unheralded and unique of the decade. I'd like to thank you for listening in today, and stay tuned for the next installment of the Pigskin Past. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. 
Join George Bozica, the president of the PFRA, and myself, John Bozica, each month for the Professional Football Researchers Association official podcast. We'll discuss the history of the game, the many names of the game, and so many different things for you, making the history of football not only entertaining, but fun at the same time as we join you on the Sports History Network on the official PFRA podcast. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.